Good night, everybody. I'm Landeros with the Cantina MX podcast. We have a lot to discuss. Pumas are still undefeated. Um, I'm just going to go right into our, our panel today. Thank you, DJ. Chiquis is back, and Joel is joining us as well. Chiquis, Chiquis just had to wait until uh, Pumas were relevant again to, to return to the podcast. <laughs> I was, he avoided all the I bullying, was, you know. I was, I was drowning in my lack of losses. You know, I don't have very many losses. Oh, my the, God. The, this big, guy. The, big, the big goose egg. You go on a on a nine game undefeated streak, and now, now you're the big cat on campus. Is that is that what's going on? Oh uh, yeah, the big the big cat that goes meow scares <laughs> everyone else away. No, I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I did not expect Pumas to be like this. I think when they started the season, they didn't even have a coach; they had an intern. On, uh, but here we are, nine games into the season, 19 points, and they are actually tied on points with. Cruz Azul and America, but the difference is you guys haven't tasted that L yet. So, pretty good stuff. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, I'll say that the like because right now currently Cruz Azul America have six uh, wins, and Pumas has five. So it's not full like blowing away with wins. There's four uh, ties that Pumas has, so they've just avoided the loss of. The loss of three yeah, points. Five wins is still good. I mean, that's... yeah, it's, I mean it's good. I'm not saying it's not, but yeah, those it's, are it's... the top. The top four teams all have five or six wins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the top four, which are the ones that are going directly into Liguilla, and uh, Chiquis. This is game nine. Can Pumas make it to match week eleven? They will tie their old record of eleven games undefeated. Wow. They're two more games yeah. away. Uh, do you know who they play, Chickies? They or it doesn't next? matter at this point, huh? <laughs> yes, it seems, Liga. It seems pretty realistic because their next two opponents is Atletico San Luis and then a cat fight against Leon. Yes. So things are looking good for Pumas. Really quickly, um, I just want to go over the we, – we did have a double – or nada between our last episode. So we can start right off the top with um, Atletico San Luis. They beat Necaxa 2-1. So they are no longer in dead last. Um, and then Toluca lost to Juarez. 1-0. What is happening with Chepo, Joel? 1-0 to Juarez? What's up with your guy? <laughs> I know, and uh, but but you know, he has him in eighth place, which is they're still basically basically um they either win or or lose. Toluca, so Toluca has four one and five defeats, but they have a minus six goal differential. Ouch. Um, I I haven't been watching Diablos Rojos, but. Something something seems off. Uh, I don't know, Chepo. Chepo, I think. But but I think for, for the Diablos right now, their main thing would be to get back into Liguilla. I don't think they're too concerned with with um, winning the league. They're not there yet. But 
Yeah, very regular with the whole. Yeah. Some of their defeats, you know, they're they're pretty disappointing to be honest. Not not uh, as far as this unpredictable season. Atlas beat Cruz Azul one zero. Atlas, man. <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah. This was yeah, a... it was their first win, and it was their first win. So, and that, I think during that game, uh, I think Cruz Azul was either in first or second, but Cruz Azul was about to uh, claim claim first place. And Atlas said, no, not today. Um. Yeah, it was one of those games where I'm like, "Are you serious?" Of course, of course, Cruz Azul would lose to Atlas, man. Uh, it's just one of those games. You're just like, "Okay, moving on." Um, the 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 fight of the of match day eight, I think, not to be biased or anything, but it was definitely the Chivas Tigres game. A lot of action that happened in that game. Uh, the referee. Las estaba cobrando baratas. I mean, this guy was giving out yellow cards for just looking at him wrong. And uh, what ended up happening in the game is Tigres got uh, a player sent off pretty early. And then Chivas got a player sent off as well. And they ended up beating Tigres in El Volcán 3-1, to one, something that they haven't done in over a decade. So it was a very satisfying victory for Vucetic and for Chivas. And... Uh, Gignac mm-hmm. still was able to score a goal, and he's our, you know, we're his favorite customer. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, um, interesting is despite this big win at El Volcan and putting an end to this ten-year winless streak, there's still a lot of fans that are not convinced with Buse. They say that he's too defensive. Uh, a lot of these Chivarmanos are still clamoring for Matias. And it's like they're living in the past, man. I don't think they're paying attention to what's going on with with Mati and St. Joe. Oh, man. I was going to wait later to, to talk about that. Um, but, I mean, we can kind of just talk about it really quickly. Uh, Matias Almeida uh, is getting ragdolled right now with San Jose. I thought the game was over 5-0, but apparently the game was still going. Uh, and they are still playing right now. Currently seven to one in the minute seventy four. Um, Ouch! So Matias is just getting exposed, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had they had like a pretty good uh, preseason. Uh, they scored one, Wondolowski, <laughs> So it's seven one. But if we look at his results this season, they're pretty um. They're pretty bad. I mean, they've the floodgates have been open. They started the season with a three to two defeat to the Galaxy, and then and then they dropped a five one defeat to Los Angeles, and uh, and then they tied Colorado at home. But to allow eight goals in two games, yeah, does not look good. And now you know. Now you add to those eight. Seven more, and it's like 15. So, and then with the Colorado, it's 16. 16 goals allowed in four games. Oh, man. That's like, that's like college, <laughs> foot, that's college football numbers there. Man. Yeah, that's the, that's the other hey. football. That's American football. So, are you Buse guys? Hey, this is 
this is what could happen, man. Uh, I sort of want. Just, I would like to have Mati go back, man. So you want Chilas? him back? You, go you back could to take Chilas. him to Pumas, man. man. Don't put that <laughs> curse on us. Don't put that curse on us. <laughs> go back to Chivas so he could like, like not provide any results, and Chivas would still like, like miss Liguilla. And then, then what, what are they gonna say? Then what? What are the fans gonna say? Well, he did. You know, he missed Liguillas his last two seasons there, and I, I kept telling everyone. And uh, I kept getting excuse after excuse. Uh, the excuse was they took away the best players. Uh, then uh, there was injuries. And, and, and to me, it's just excuses because at this point, Mati wasn't just the coach. He was like the general manager. He was in charge of even like the the the, um, the medic. Like uh, yeah. he had replaced the guy that was in charge of overseeing like the injuries and all that. Which was um, two of the players. I, I'm not forgetting their names right now, but they had injuries, and they ended up being injured longer because um, Mati's crew was like, "No, don't go under the knife. You know, you just need like." Hold on. You know, I, uh, breaking news. Huh? Breaking. Breaking news. What's up? Uh, San Jose player just uh, took a dive in the box. Oh. And apparently got a, I believe they got a a, a penalty and scored a goal. Oh wow! Wait, you mean Wondolowski? Because I Chris, just I yeah, just, Chris is uh, you know it's bad when you're when you're the team carrying you or the player that's carrying this team is is you know up like there in retirement 40? age. Yeah, he's pretty old. He's, um, he's, they won't let him retire. Wait, I I, for, I forgot <laughs> Alanis. Yeah, I forgot Alanis and Carlos Fierro are on this team, man. I mean, holy he, shit! He took him. Yeah, he he brought in some of the old, you know, Alanis with Galindo. Who's still recovering? I think he had had a heart attack or something like that. He, had he a must stroke. have. <laughs> he must have seen what was. I think he's not with the team yeah. right now. <laughs> he's like, man, um, this team's gonna. Mejor me muero. <laughs> oh, ouch, ouch! But 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 you know, I'm, and I'm gonna say this. Like, I, I think um, there was too many excuses, but I always felt like like in the Liga MX that. Teams sort of figure out Almeida. They kind of figure out his style. And that's why he ended up having two bad seasons. Because, and, and now I'm going to allow the excuses. I'm going to allow the ace of Pizarro and the injuries. But that still doesn't mean that you should have been that bad. 15th and 17th, that's still not, you know. That's, that's still too bad going from campeón dropping all the way that yeah. low and then that even even adding more insult to injury was not being able to win a single home game the mm-hmm. whole season you know for league for league i mean you you could be the zapateros of yeah um, you know oaxaca or whatever I, i'll be curious yeah. i'll be curious to see what happens with mati because um you know san jose and unlike chivas are used to sucking egg. I mean, they had the wooden spoon, which is like the, the spoon that's given to the worst team in the MLS. So they're, they're, they're the, 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 the expectations uh, for, for like any coach to take over this team is just to not be in last place. So, you know, it's like the, the team I think will, will, will in the, in the beginning, at least in his first season, they were patient with him. Um, but I think now they're starting to realize, like, man, this is not the guy that we need. But at the same time, it's like the team is just – they don't have many many players. In fact, no. 
I remember <laughs> covering them uh, last season for a U.S. Open Cup, and they debuted this kid. He was 15 years old. His name is Cowell, Cade Cowell, and uh, he's 16 now. And they're, you know, depending on this guy to to be like the the difference maker. And I'm like, come on, man, you can't have a 16 year old be like, you know, be the one that's gonna make the the team better. You gotta buy players. Yeah, and that's that's part of it that they brought him in because he's he's supposed to like rebuild the team and and have a project with youth, which is one of the things he was supposed to be doing at Chivas, but then he like he backed down from that. Like he he knew that Kota was leaving. He knew a lot of these guys were leaving, but he still like didn't trust. I guess the cantera, at least not the the canteranos he had. At least he he didn't trust in them fully you know so that's ah uh, I, yeah. I think he's still not that this this bad <laughs> we'll see what happens i don't think he's this bad but i don't think he's the you know this tactical genius that a lot of my chi hermanos were I got, making him out to be man i think i gotta I always think uh i got a question what for happened y'all. yes you think that knowing liga mekis and how well they they do with recycling coaches you think after his his thing with San Jose, you think Mati will be back in Mexico? I do, yes. I do think so. He's still popular. He still has, you know, he he still has some juice. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, as long as he maintains good. I mean, you know, we kind of saw it with, um, oh, man, I keep forgetting his name, the Cruz Azul coach. <laughs> but, Who? Right now? Or? Chiquis. Yes, current coach. He went to Veracruz and he just was getting dumped oh, form, on like the whole former season. Santos, former Santos coach. What's his name? Former Santos. Oh, the Portuguese Cibaldi. guy? Robert, oh, Cibaldi. Oh, no, no, no. Cibaldi. Robert Dante Cibaldi. Oh. He was the goalkeeper. Uh, but he, yeah, he went to Veracruz and he was just getting dumped on. And I think with Mati, I think he could do good with with better, with like a good squad. I just don't think he's the type of coach that is gonna, you know, with limited talent. I don't think his style is made for that, you know. Yeah. I said put him in Tigres. I think he would have him playing attacking and very nice, or at uh, Monterrey. But yeah, speaking with Tigres, uh, they ended up tying after the game with Chivas on Tuesday. They tied with Leon one-one. More red cards. For, for Tigres, um, Pizarro got sent off. Chivas also tied with Querétaro, and it was a pretty devastating uh, result for us because we got a penalty towards the end of the match, and we're talking like minute 87. It was a controversial call. The referee called it uh, obstruction against Macias. He goes up to take the penalty. And like he did previously this season, he missed. So what would have been three points, uh, we ended up getting two, uh, one point. And uh, Macias, as of right now, I will ask him to be relieved of penalty-taking duty because he is not reliable. It's, it's sort of the first thing I thought was like, okay, Macias, he scores a pretty good goal earlier in the game. And I'm like, okay, this dude's set to go, man. He's set to go to Europe. 
and then all of a sudden he shoots himself in the foot in the <laughs> yeah in the final minutes minutes of the game. So it's unfortunate for that dude. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know why Chivas have always been cursed with the penalty situation, but we've just haven't had a really good PK taker since Ramon Morales. I mean, after he retired, like Omar Bravo and and Chicharito and all of our strikers, man, they're just so unpredictable, and most of the time they end up missing the penalties and. It's just nice to have someone that can, you know, put them away for you, like Pereira or Alanis, you know? It's like, it's, I don't know if, if this happens really for teams, but just because your star goal, uh, your star goal scorer is, uh, you know, like scoring goals in the field and everything, it doesn't mean he's like the, there's going to be the top penalty kicker. Yeah. Like he could, and that, and that doesn't mean like, oh, I'm going to put Macias in there because he's scoring all our goals on the field. And you know, automatically yeah. he has to make the the penalty kick. There could be a defender that's got a better better penalty kick than uh, than in, like a forward and stuff. So you can't be having that kind of bias. The, I don't know if that's the case, but the, well, um, here's the problem with being a, P, a penalty kick taker in the game. You know, is typically it's your it, it it should be your striker, but it also should be someone that has a backbone, has the leadership, and has like the team like. You know they'll they'll play for him, and I don't think Macias has that buy-in with his teammates yet. Uh, I don't think he's like the leader of the team. I don't see him as the captain of the team. I think for for right now, that would be, probably be uh, Jesus Molina. Um, I think he's like a veteran. He's he he bosses the midfield, and uh, I think the players respect him, and I think they have his back. But Macias came in being all fresa from like you know his Leon and talking bad about the team and how like oh yeah they don't get along because they're all it's all cutthroat because it's all Mexicans but over here we have like foreigners and we're all cool so I think like mm-hmm. Macias for for him to take the ball and and be like a selfish little kid um, I, I think it was a mistake I think somebody else should take the penalties from from here on out and like you said he did really shoot himself in the foot by missing. Yeah, that was. I I think uh, yeah they should have let they should have let Oribe take that shot. Yeah, that dude's been he's been hurting for a goal for a long time. <laughs> I think he would have he would have put it in, man. Yeah, people would have been Tony raging. Portero. Chiva Hermanos would have been raging if you had given Oribe that that opportunity. They don't even don't want him on why. the field. I but... think some of them, some of them. I, I think all right. Huh? He's he's you know he's at the end of his career and he hasn't had much opportunity with Chivas. He got some minutes, surprisingly. Um, and I'm like, you know what? Let him have his little goal, you know? Just give him a little bit of hope. I, it's I, weird. Yeah. It's weird seeing that dude in a Chivas jersey. It, it is, man. Well, he played with Chivas before he played with America. Yep, Libertadores. He, yeah, he was one of the... He was like a lone refuerzo. And yeah. then Chivas sort of dropped the ball back then. because. They felt they had better talent. Then he he and at the time he exploded we exploded with Santos, and then uh, at the time the it was it was the, it was not the right time. I mean, I think this was a loan back in like two thousand what four two thousand five, and at that time Chivas were stacked. You know, they had Omar Bravo, they had you know, they had like a squad, and he was not he he was barely starting his career, and he wasn't really doing anything at that point. So I think like the timing was off. And then after like the World Cup, that's when I think Peralta's t- career started to take off. Like I want to say like oh seven oh eight, 
when he was winning titles with Santos and shit. I think that's when we should have probably pulled the trigger. And I think we tried to, but I think America offered one million more, and that's why he ended up playing for America than instead of Chivas. So, in an alternate universe, who knows what would happen? <laughs> um, yeah. Going over the rest of this of the week, so we had a uh, quite a few ties. Monterrey Atlas tied one one. Uh, Leon Tigres one one. America beats Puebla three two. Um, Puebla had a tough one because they lost against Pumas four one, and then another loss against America. The Super Camotes are uh, are now in eleventh, so not so super anymore. Um, Cruz Azul beat Pachuca, Mazatlán beat Tijuana, and uh, like Chiquis mentioned, Santos lost to Pumas two one yesterday. So we're starting to we're, we're past the halfway point of the league. I think we're we're starting to take shape, but unfortunately, because like we mentioned, there's 12 teams that can make Liga. Uh, even the team, well, not 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 exactly. Well, they they have an opportunity to make Liga. Technically, yeah, yeah they make repechaje, which yeah. is like a, like a, what is it? What is it? What is it in English? In English, repechaje, it's like the wild card. You know, the wild card. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So even despite you know us being nine games into the season. Even Necaxa with a victory would immediately be in that position. So it's like the difference between like 18th and 1st, there's quite a gap. But the difference between 18th and 12th is a handful of points, which is it's going to be a dogfight till the end, man. I don't know what you guys think or if you guys have... uh, your favorites already for for Ligia, but as of right now, it, it could be anybody. Yeah, I was I was suspect with uh, America and their defense. I want to. I wonder. Let me see what how many goals against. They have fourteen goals against them, so their defense is still iffy. They're they're up on top of the table, but they are. I think might be the leader. Well, Toluca's got nineteen goals goals in contra. Yeah, they're one of the top leaders for a goal scored against them. So their defense 14. is suspect. Yeah. Yeah, Toluca has 19, and then like uh, Puebla has 14 as well. Uh, Tijuana does. They're also the, is, they're also the, yeah. the team with most goals, with 20. So. I, yeah, so they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're just so powerful offensively. I guess they're, they're keeping up with their uh, defense and. Uh, Tigres is what's sort of really surprising me. They've only got two wins and and five and two wins, two losses, five ties. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been downhill. Like even last season wasn't too impressive. And uh, now it seems even worse. 10th place. So not looking good. I think Cruz Azul, I think who, who called it? Joel called it? Joel called Cruz Azul yeah. at the very beginning. Yeah, he did. Oh yes, yes. They, they seem to be the team. Last season too, last season as well. If they wouldn't gotten suspended, yeah, I think uh, they were favorites, and I think I still think they are favorites. Um, along with Pumas, they're one of the more Pumas is surprising. Teams. Pumas is surprising because they got some young kids, but yeah, I don't even. They got a mix- 
I don't even they recognize make, their players, man. <laughs> yeah, they got a big. Well, they took one of your guys, like Mayorga, used to be with Chivas. Yeah. Um, but they got some older uh, foreigner guys mixed with a bunch of young Iniestra. Mexicans. Iniestra, who he's like a young Mexican dude, but yeah. he's, he scored a golazo. But then Iturbe, who's also uh, who's a foreigner, scored another golazo for this, and they're against Santos in their own home stadium. Imagine so, your name being Andres Siniestra and then finding out, like, you know, <laughs> you're just like not even going to be close to match his, you know, the real guy. Like having the same name as Andres Siniestra must be tough, bro. But it's funny. I typed it in on uh, Google and I'm showing both the Andre Iniesta from Spain and then the Mexican, <laughs> like on Wikipedia, like it's like using both photos. So you're like, wait, which one is it? You know? Yeah, people go and sign, get their uh, jersey signed in the Barcelona jersey over to the Puma Stadium. <laughs> where's, where's Andres? Uh, we have some commenters. Uh, Luis saying that Macias leads the front line, but without the ball, they don't really match his work ethic. I see Macias pressing to the back line while the midfield just stands there doing nothing. He's clearly fed up. So, yeah, it's a system that's kind of... The midfield, Bertrand's really good. Um, but I'm, uh, Chewy, he's... Well, so, some of these, some of these guys haven't been uh, match fit. We're nine games into the season, man. <laughs> like they yeah, gotta but be. Some of them got sick. And, some and, of them got sick with, with the we're doing, COVID. We're and, doing two games a week right now. I mean, I don't. Yeah, think... that's, that's, that's why I think that's also kind of have hurt because it's less, less time to recover. Um, but I think that's that's been part of the reason team hasn't looked better. I still think, uh, and then the they had to suspend the two guys for oh yeah for their party. And yeah. all of this stuff has been a bit of a I just, hindrance. I just miss trophies. You know, he's clearly needed in some of these games, but maybe he doesn't have the discipline or the work ethic or whatever the case may be. But when he's in the game, it's so refreshing. This guy throws pa- passes that you know no other player on the field is doing, and I think he would probably link up better with Macias than Bertrand and um, uh, Jesus. So, so even with the change of coach, Chofis uh, isn't getting the minutes. Nope. Dad, at, at one point you gotta start. It's not thinking, the coach. Uh, maybe it's the player. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely. I don't not think the coach. these coaches want to lose their job. You know. Uh, these coaches want to win, and and they're gonna put the best players that could that could you know get those wins for them. But if you have someone that could be very disruptive, unless I'm taking my guess with trophies, where they're like probably not giving it a hundred, like he's he's doing that um, Chucky at Napoli with Gattuso's. Yeah, like remember he's showing up to the training. Gattuso's like. Dude, just go home. You know, <laughs> just just go home, man. Just go home, bro. Gonna... Today is not your day. Yeah, yeah. If you're not gonna be a hundred right here, bounce. And I think that that approach seems to be working because he he's he's been uh, playing better, huh? Uh, Luis is saying that trophies would have gotten cut by now if Chivas had some money to replace him, which. That might be the case, you know. They they I, did buy Pocho Guzman, but you know that deal fell through. Um, well, but, and he's the other one on on Luis as well. 
there hasn't been offers. Yep. Like what? What concrete? What big rumor have you heard? Yeah. It was like a team that hey, we'll take trophies or how much? I th- how much? Here's, yeah. I here's, think. I think. Uh, here's extra, dude. Con aguacate. <laughs> Send them over. <laughs> the. The last rumor I remember was like trophies was gonna be used as trading chips to Rayados, but that was like a that was like a season ago. So um, it was, and then the the one remember he did an interview said uh, I had an offer, but I decided to stay, and it was like from, from MLS, Europe? like, like oh, MLS, the some second division team hey, or something San like Jose that. San Jose Earthquakes. Or their new team? Tim, what, what team was it? <laughs> I don't know. Inter Miami. Um, no, not there. Oh. Like, there's like Timbers or something. There's like ah. Nashville. There's like teams in Austin now. It's I don't know. It's all over the place. Um, it was it was the indoor team that had Buffalo, dude. Oh, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, so, they're like, hey, man, right here, you you could you could come drunk. Hopefully, so indoor saying, has unlimited subs, dude. <laughs> maybe San Jose will do us a favor and and buy trophies or something. I don't know. Actually, we should do Mati a favor and send trophies over there, yeah. man. <laughs> so, you, what, are you saying that, uh, like the the other teams are getting the uh, are getting the vibe, the trophies vibe, or the rumors? Oh, spread? it's been known for a long time, Chickies. Okay, so that so he's uh, like he's got the stink cheese or whatever that no one wants him. <laughs> like not even not, <laughs> stink cheese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. He's. He's had it for a long, you know, and it goes even further back. Even even if you dig up info on him, goes even back to when he was just getting started at Chivas. And I remember mm-hmm. reading that this is when Wero Real was there. Right? How far back are you going? That he had pushed back against bringing him in, just because since they they already knew since then that this dude just liked to party too much. Mm. Speaking of rumors and transfers, uh, there is an offer on the table for Carlos Salcedo to return to Europe. So, curious to see how that turns out, but that's very exciting news. You know, this guy was playing in uh, Italy. He was playing in Germany. So, I would I would love for him to go back and give it another shot. And there's also uh, Jesus Corona. It looks like Wolves offered to buy him, but Porto rejected it. So he will not be teammates with Raul Jimenez, at least. And he, Jimenez sustained those rumors to Man U, to Juventus, to Squad. to Real, to all these other teams. Just, just that rumors. Yeah, I think. Uh, that's fine. I think he's at the best place he could be. Uh, until they start to pick apart the team, that's when he needs to jump ship. But as of right now, I'm happy with him being at Wolves. And the Premier League is returning this weekend. So I feel like they didn't have much of a break. But I'm excited that they're, you know, a new campaign. They, they're they going to play against Sheffield United. So it should be a, at least a brace for Raul. We'll see. Um... There was also one last thing about Europe. Oh, uh, kind of related because Pizarro plays for Inter Miami. He's gonna have a new teammate, Iwain. <laughs> Iwain's going to Inter Miami. That's their DP. 
Oh man, that's a good yeah, man. That that should be a uh you know that could be a lethal dupla right there, man. Uh those two dudes they could He's... he could create some havoc. I mean given if EYN is is gonna be serious, you oh, know. Dude. Have you seen this or, guy's or he... body? He's he looks like he's already retired. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's gonna be it's uh it's MLS, he is he, retired. He could be with Chicharito's uh Warzone team. <laughs> oh yeah, if you want to talk some Warzone, man. Jiggies, I saw that video you posted. What was it? Chicharito on Twitch? Yeah, he's on he's on Twitch. Memo Ochoa's on Twitch also. Oh. Playing Warzone he... and all kinds of games. It's funny seeing Chicharito rage, man. I... He's is he's, he's entertaining. Like I put a I, I think I put a tweet saying, you know, evaluating each other's tw- uh, streams. Uh, Chicharito's pretty funny. He's got good personality, and uh, yeah, he likes to rage and stuff. But his graphics are horrible. Memo's got a better setup, but Memo's sort of boring, man. That dude just sits there looking. He looks dumb. Like he's got the the green screen and everything, and he just it's not it's just not fun. Man. It's a lot funner watching Chicharito play. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So uh, Wing could be on his team, man. He just yeah. Oh, real quick, gentlemen, selection. Selection news. FIFA announced that World Cup qualifying for CONCACAF has been postponed. Oh, shit. It's going to be... It's, it was just... It was going to start this year, but it's now next year. Oh. So, so next year... So, if you were waiting for qualifiers next year and uh, FIFA rankings, here's the latest. Belgium... First place, France second, Brazil third, England fourth. Um, yeah, I don't know what this escudo is. It's like, is it Argentina? I think it's Argentina. No, no, it's not. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. What? Some team in fifth. Uruguay. Croatia in sixth. I don't think it's Uruguay. Yep. Uruguay number five. Wait, how? <laughs> What? According to Coca-Cola, okay, they're clearly the best judge uh, when it comes to football. They, well, I mean, because you get points for games, but I, I don't. Yeah, what the I don't hell really has Uruguay done? <laughs> I would rank Croatia higher because they were runners up of the World Cup. Yeah, Portugal seventh, Spain eighth, Argentina ninth, Colombia tenth, Mexico eleventh, followed by. Switzerland, Italy, uh, Netherlands, Holland, yeah, yeah, Holland, Germany, man, wow, really, fifteenth for Germany. That that just, yeah, I don't know what timeline we're on right here. Um, <laughs> this this twenty twenty filter is making things look weird. Man, um, I wonder if that's the lowest uh, ranking is, ever. Is this Poland sixteenth? Yeah, Denmark. Denmark. Uh, Oh, it's Denmark. Man, you, know, you know those. You know these big teams don't even care about these rankings, man. Yeah. Like Germany could care. No, no, them. wait, cheekies, cheekies. I'll tell you why. In a, oh, in seedings a, and stuff. Right, man. right after this commercial break. See, <laughs> you right. knew, you knew. Uh, Chile, Chile, and uh, Sweden, Sweden tied at seventeenth, and then uh, some eagle There's team. Poland, Poland. And Senegal. That could be Poland. That is Poland, huh? Nineteenth. Yeah. Okay, but the thing with Max, so they're at eleven with uh, 1,621 points. They're only two points from Argentina in ninth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with the grupos going in, I think 
Max could be seated if they keep oh, playing yeah. their cards right. They'll be seated. And and we had um, some dude here, Michel Richaud. He does a lot of this, like stats. He's like a big stat nerd, and I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that in a negative way. Uh, but he had a really good podcast with this dude right here, and they were talking about like, cause he does a lot of like analyzing all this stuff. Chicky, I don't know if you remember, but yeah, I remember. He was talking about some of the keys to winning, to winning the World Cup, and one of them is you have to be seated. So if you're a seated team, you can avoid some of the top, top teams early on. So that, you know, helps you. So, and I think that's that's going to be key for Max, that if they're seated, they should be able to get a bit further, finally get that quinto partido. Uh, <sighs> but but I do think it's it's. It helps, and it's it's um, yeah. It's been a while since Max was seated. What what was it? Two thousand six. Two thousand six. So yeah, and yeah, over how 10 well years, did that right? did us? Because we ended up screwing up with Argentina and getting our booty tickled. But uh, no, the screw up wasn't with Argentina, man. The screw up was against um, Portugal, Angola. The other team, Angola. Yeah. They were tied. They were the newcomers. First World Cup ever. There, but we're not. The goalie was like like amateur guy. No, we're not. But at the World Cup, man, come on. It's. I still think because uh, La Volpe got it wrong that day, and then Portugal, man, as well, because they uh, they threw us the B team, and yeah. we still lost. I actually, yeah, I, I, um, talking about the World Cup, I was watching Anelka's uh, biography or whatever thing on Netflix. And they talked about how his first World Cup, surprisingly, was in 2010. You know, this kid started his career at like 16, professional debut and stuff. He didn't get picked for the 98 World Cup. He didn't get picked for the 2002 World Cup. He he had to wait until 2010. And it's funny because they did show highlights of that game against Mexico and how I apparently at halftime, uh, the coach called out his name and they got into some shit so you know france landed up losing that game 2-0 to mexico chicharito scored and uh was it Cuauhtémoc scored a penalty if i'm not mistaken um someone scored i think i think guau scored a penalty off off of yeah pretty sure um if only we had a way of finding that out <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it was just interesting to kind of see the other side of things where, like, you know, for Mexico, that was a big victory for us, but we had no idea what France was going through, but apparently they were an entire shit show, and you can thank Anelka for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. there there was rumors, so it, w- it was sort of known that there were some issues, but there was always, it was. Also, there was always Wait, that Chiki's, fear. Chiki, sorry for the interruption. Um, yeah. Google has just confirmed that it was wow. a blanco yeah, it, it was penalty in the 79th minute. minute. Good memory there, Jaime. Well, Mexico doesn't score too many World Cup goals, so they're easy to remember. <laughs> I know, but but my memory betrays me. It, it makes stuff up now. Like we I try have... to remember stuff, and, and my mind trolls me, dude. It, it gives me wrong info on purpose. <laughs> um, yeah, something that we didn't we're, you, uh, we forgot to mention in the last uh, podcast, whether was uh, the the Gold Cup. You said that Qatar is invited. Ah, yes, Qatar will be invited to the Gold Cup. And I think they might switch up the format, so there will be more news coming up to that. But but yeah, Qatar Qatar will be 
coming over, man. They're gonna. Wow. I maybe they're just trying to make good, you know, with the region. Well, we seen no. Well, we seen stuff like that. Uh, what was it? Japan and Korea, I think. I'm not sure if both played Copa America. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, you guys are hosting the next World Cup. We're hosting the next World Cup after that. So. And it and we don't have that, you know, the confederations, which was like the. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's like the the preview, man. I'm really gonna miss that. But here it is, Qatar to compete in 2021 Concacaf Gold Cup. Wow. So we got a lot of stuff going on then since, you know, uh, Copa America was postponed. The Olympics were postponed. So it's like 2021, there's going to be a shit ton of football internationally. Um, So should be fun. A lot of, a lot of double jornadas. Yeah. Because I was it's actually... Also, go ahead. There's also a uh, Mexico-Costa Rica friendly. Yep. At the end of this month. Yeah, we we got two. We got one against Costa Rica. We have another one against uh, Holanda. So that's how, how far apart are these games? You guys know? Um, they have to be within. Let's see, I want to say it's. I didn't know about the Holland one. Yeah, it's on the seventh of October. Okay, yeah, that's usually a, a few days between. Yeah. So yeah, because we were talking about we were talking about when the Holland was announced. Uh-huh. Because usually they had been announcing two around two at a time and we were like yep. it was just gonna be that. So they're yeah, they're exactly a week apart. Uh September thirtieth, last day of the month, Costa Rica versus Mexico or Mexico versus Costa Rica, because they'll be hosting them and then they'll I guess they're gonna what, fly out to Holland and, and play them there? I mean Is that worth that? It's well they they might Two two different teams. I would do that, you know, the Europeos over there and uh, oh, that's a, a more uh, uh, Liga MX heavy squad here I... and going maybe even a lot of the youth players because some of them are. Um, the Olympics was postponed, you... but you still gotta get yeah playing time to some of those guys. So like we might see JJ Mack play Costa Rica and then just not make the flight to Holland. You actually did bring up a good point. Uh, I think it was it's already been confirmed that the game against Costa Rica will be uh domestic players only. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they've always done it like that. Not all the time. No, no pasa nada. No pasa nada. <laughs> <laughs> they usually do that for like the partidos moleros, you know, out here in the United States, but for the ones in the Azteca, they usually do bring their squad. Um yeah, so I'm kind of glad that we're we're getting some international stuff, man. It's been a long time. I don't even remember the last Mexico game. Oh man, yeah, me neither. And I probably was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as the Liga MX goal scoring table, do we even have to say it? I mean, Gignac scoring a goal a game. He's got eight. Uh, Jonathan Rodriguez. Tied in second place with six, along with Juan Ignacio Dineno. Who the hell is Juan Ignacio Dineno? <laughs> Argentine. We talked about him. Yeah. Jaime. I know. Come it's on. just like I'm just saying it like a, it was like a rhetorical question. Came like, out of nowhere. 
Yeah. Yeah, and we were Chiki's mystic, but we were we were like looking at this dude's like career, (laughs) and um, he he had been in a bunch of teams on loan, so he's 26, you know, and he had been playing in a couple teams, so he's he's been active since 2013. Started at Racing Club, and then he he went on loan to. Pretty much like Ecuador, and and he was in in Colombia, yeah. And he's, been he's like finally everywhere. here, yep. Pumas. But I mean, he's his playing has stayed consistent. And we were comparing him to, I believe, is it Ormeño, who is who is at um, Puebla, yeah, right? Santiago Ormeño, he and he's same age, twenty six, and about the same height, six one. And so we're looking at at his career and this dude he was active since 2017 uh so i mean that's already the already has four years on him you know and and his appearances were like just abysmal 13 that year and then two games with lobos uh two games with cusco alone and then right now at puebla he's had the most he's uh well, he's gotten back to more games at ten. He's he's three more matches from uh, his all time of thirteen games. But I mean, if you add his appearances, it's twenty three, twenty seven. He has twenty seven appearances in in like professional football. Yeah. Um, compared to the Nano who had um, man, he's like like about two hundred, you know, so thirty to two hundred. Uh, and and so that's that's one thing we talked about here. The time cheekies, how how mm. why a lot of times these Mexican players seem like they suck, and it's it's not that they suck. They it's just like they don't even have the chance. They don't have the same. Yeah, they don't have the chance. Yeah, it's it's, it's quite troublesome because uh, if you look at the top ten goal scorers in the league, we only have one Mexican in there, and that's Henry Martin with five. But everybody else is from Argentina, Uruguay, Paraguay. Chile, Argentina. I mean, it's just foreigners. It's the it's the it's the locks, the locks uh, thing, the Mati locks. Oh man, it's not. It's but, it's just uh, that there's well, more let, money. There's more money in the transfers. That's that's been the case for a long time now. In in uh, buying players really cheap and then selling them, and that's that's always been the whole. No, the the whole Argentinian the thing. business. The whole Argentinian <laughs> thing, because this guy came. Dineno Dineno came from. Like some no name, like Deportivo Deportivo Cuenca, Barcelona, Guayaquil, Cali. Okay, Cali was known, but all these loans, right? Um, from after racing, and then he finally gets into Unam, which I guess it was sort of a risk, right? Then you you just know he's Argentinian, so that's your that's your deal, and then he lights it up. So like, if you give a chance to a Mexican player, uh, Pumas is even have they have a. Um, a Mexican uh, striker, I believe, but uh, they got to light you it up. They gotta, the they gotta, they gotta, is your team? Gotta, you don't even know. They got to make they they got to make uh, their opportunities uh, uh, worth it, man. They got to do something when they have the chance. Nah, man, it's it's not that, man. I'm telling you, that's it's the big it's the negocio, man. It's the negocio, the compra y venta, and it's it's. I guess it's also you could tie it in with lavado de dinero, you know, 
Mm. And what what I'm seeing now is where I'm thinking how they're moving money now is through the construction of stadiums. And we've seen it with the Mazatlan Stadium that is just, it just came out of the nowhere, you know. Uh, and, oh, and now Venados. Holy And if smokes. you look at the stadium, uh, you know, Google it, Google Venados. It is. Football, their, their new, yeah, it looks sweet, man. It says, new sustainable stadium to be built in Yucatan. And it looks very, very nice. Uh, it says that it will be the house of the Leones, which is a professional uh, baseball team, and then the Venados, which is a, a soccer team. So it'll be a, a multi-purpose stadium, and it looks like it will be the first sustainable uh, stadium in Mexico, whatever that means. Uh, it says it will have smart parking to avoid traffic congestion and will prioritize the use of non-motorized transport vehicles such as bicycles. Okay. Can we go there in a bicycle? I mean, it's funny because I remember Chivas had a sustainable stadium because they used artificial grass. And then Joan Cruyff said, get that shit out of my place. <laughs> we need real grass, bro. <laughs> I mean, real grass. Also, that'll be like $10 million. Thank you for consulting with me. N- never really knew what Johan did with uh, with Chivas. Yeah, very little. Unfortunately, he came when he was already sick. And so he wasn't going to be able to like oversee the whole project. And I think that was that was part of the reason this thing did not last as long. I also think uh, he has made a mistake in just going all in right away. They replaced like a bunch of youth coaches. It was just a giant mess. If you like see into what was going on, uh, I remember reading an article with Hans, and he was telling uh, he was talking about the whole Johan Christ thing, and he was telling them, "You guys need to hire some Mexicans. Don't just bring your dudes." You know, you guys need to mix it up a bit, and and uh, yeah, I think that advice fell on deaf ears. <laughs> uh, going into the next jornada, we are not too far away from the Super Clasico. So this week, match day ten, Chivas will play uh, Necaxa on the road. Um, Juarez will play Puebla, Atlas Mazatlan. Tigres Santos, Pumas Atlético, América Toluca, Querétaro León, Tijuana, Cruz Azul, and Pachuca Monterrey. So, and then after that will be the Super Clásico. So we're not too far away from from a good fight. Yeah, that should be that should be a good game there. And America's doing, you know, America's just being America. Very consistent. They're in third place, and uh, it might I, be high scoring. It, huh? I was it about might to be a high yeah, yeah. I was about to say, America has twenty goals this season. Chivas probably have like the least amount of goals out of the whole league. Wait, wait, cheeky saying you expect a high scoring game? Yeah, it might be high scoring with uh with the way America's defense is. Wait, Chivas but might, do you think Chivas might take you, advantage? 
maybe if it was if it was Matias coaching Chivas, but not not Buse, man. He's it, well, they still got it's still it's still a, it's still not the best defense, and yeah. they still got they still got JJ Mack. But um, but you know what? But yeah, but Chivas hasn't been scoring that many goals. Yeah, they uh, they have eight. Um, I guess they're not as bad as Necaxa. Ouch. That have six, but they're oh, here's, they're definitely at the lower tier. Oh, here's their chance. Yeah, here's their chance wanna, to get some goals. <laughs> no, you're not going to do that in a classic. It's America, man. They, it's not. America. They've they've eaten you know twenty goals already or yeah. nineteen. Um, yeah, they have. But this is so a classic, man. I'm not Some saying, other stuff goes goes out the window. I'm not saying that just, they're going to win or anything. I'm not saying they're no, going to win see, anything. I'm saying that America is going to you know they're going to let some stuff go. Their defense isn't the best. But they're going to be their offense is um, no nah, man that's top notch, not so I don't see I don't see Chivas winning. Hey, no, they yeah, came I, back. I understand what you're saying. Like, oh, it's a classic. We got. Why win. you got me defending America, Chiki? I think <laughs> you're doing it on purpose. Here no, I am. Dude, to... I'm saying because you, you don't understand what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm not saying Chivas is going to even win this. I'm saying Chivas is going to end up losing, but it could be a, a you know a a four two, a three two, a five three type of match. If America doesn't do well on defense, their offense, of course, is going to produce. Um, well, see, America last game, they were losing, right? And then they they flipped it around and they went 3-2 over Puebla. And it was in the away game. Where is where is this? Chivas plays better at Azteca. Where is this game going to be at? It's going to be in uh, in El Azteca. So, I, you know, so, Chivas will do well. I'll give you that point. i give you that, that one <laughs> in your favor, Chiquis. Where it's like it could be more open just because America is the home team and their fans, they're going to expect them to be like the aggressors. But look, America, their last two games. Okay, look, look in their last four games. They beat, they beat Puebla 3-2. to two, They beat Plus, Mazatlan 3-1. They, they beat, two. I know, but I'm talking about the number of goals they're scoring. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm they saying. put two. They put two on San Luis. They put, and then they lost to Monterrey three one. But they've been a bit more consistent than, uh, than she I, was. Man, I'm actually gonna side with Chiquis on this one because number one, it's a clásico. Okay, so most of the time, it's more of a mental battle. There's there's definitely the stakes are raised, and these two teams hate each other. You know what I mean? So it's like sometimes the tactics kind of just go out of the way. And it turns into like a 12-round slugfest. So it could turn into a, one of those games where it's like, screw defense, bro. It's just going to be offense and counter counterattacking. And it's just going to be boom, 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 bunch of holes. And uh, unfortunately, both goalkeepers right now are doing pretty bad. Toño had a terrible mistake against Querétaro. It's, it's and, uh, and Ochoa is uh, Swiss cheese full of holes. So we got a pretty good combination for a, what should be an entertaining game. And this this is what this is the key though. Whoever score, if America scores one or even two, you think Chivas is going to be bunkering? They're going to be exposing yes. themselves. They're going to be going forward. So whoever scores first is going to be going forward. If, if I'm the and, coach and I'm losing two zero, I do bunker. Oh my gosh, dude! I hey, lost res- I lost bowl. respect. <laughs> That's because you're just seeing it as the game, cheekies. You, you have, have to pride, see it dude. as the whole. You have to see it as the whole season. You have to see it as you get, once you enter uh, a, a repechaje or a liguilla, you don't want to have those negative goals. You want to, you know, especially if it comes down to points. Uh, and then it's like if you do meet the team again, you don't want to have that. 
that 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 on you that this team yeah. whoop, whooped yeah. on your ass that bad. You, you lost to zero, which is not that bad, huh? You're thinking too sensible, man. You're thinking too. It's like <laughs> it's like it's like if you lose and someone comes and like smacks you across the face and says, "I'm sorry you lost, man. I'm sorry you lost." You don't take no, that stuff, man. No. You don't you, take that stuff. You're like, okay, I'm not. No, gonna, see, I'm you're, not gonna, you're. I'm not gonna punch him because I'm gonna get three. Kiki's. Uh, I'm willing to lose a battle, if I could win the war. That's to what win I'm the war. Oh, okay, yeah. To win the war, man. See, I'm, I'm seeing this. It's the whole. But here's the, the thing, thing, you know, it's Vucetich. He he still hasn't earned his credibility yet. So it's one of those games that you cannot. At least you can at least not get embarrassed. You might be able to well, I mean, lose a tough one, but. Just don't King, get ridiculed. Hey, Busa's nickname is King Midas. He has all the credibility in the world, man. But not at Chivas, uh, man. I, it's a different animal. You know what I mean? Well, that's what different animal, man. We're talking about Chivas is Chivas. They did this thing. Uh, they did a stat thing of the of the last ten years. Like, what would the what would the league table look like if you added all the results of the last ten years? Chivas ranked thirteenth. Thirteenth man. No, huh? what do you mean like if you were to do like long season format or just adding up all the points or what do you mean? All the points for the last ten years. Oh, of all the of number all one the was uh, Cruz Azul. Man, I forgot. I, I had it, was it right Cruz Azul. there. Cruz Azul has been the most. No, America. America, I believe, was first. Oh man, I'm I'm dropping the ball here with. Wait, here's the point, though, man. Here's here's the deal. <laughs> um. Busetich, when did he come in against Puebla? When was his first he game? He came in just—he only has like four games, man. Okay, so he beat Juarez then with his first first game, I guess. Mm. Then he loses the Puebla, he loses the Santos, and he ties Leon. If he loses this next game, or wait, no, I'm I'm sorry, I totally messed up. Wait, you're talking about who? Awesome. <laughs> I was looking at the first three games of the. Okay, so he tied Querétaro. He 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 beat Tigres, and he tied Pachuca. Correct. Um, he also was he part of the Atlético game? I forgot. He lost to he lost to Toluca, and then he beat Atlético. Okay, so if he loses to Necaxa next uh, next week, there's gonna be some heat, just because he's the Midas guy, man. He's gonna get some heat, and then if he goes into uh, America, there's gonna be some, there's gonna be some stress for him to win. And if he loses or loses bad against America, and the way, the way Liga MX is with coaches, he'd be on the chop block. They're not, they're not gonna chop, chop Busa off, man. You get to this, this dumb man, repechaje, that'll be, that'll yeah. be step one. I think... That'll be step one because. Chivas hasn't qualified in what four four tournaments now, maybe five in a row, not Liguilla. So I mean, you know, at one point it's not the coach, man. Well, it wasn't the coach. Then they uh, got rid of Tena, right? Tena, I still it's a big mystery for me because he got sacked for one bad result. He didn't play the first two games of the season. He was out with COVID. He comes in, he loses, and then he's out. He's fired. And in preseason, <laughs> preseason, he made it to the final of the Copa por México preseason tournament. So it's not like he was getting the sass handed to him. And the, the and season that got canceled, the Chivas were actually in, in good form. Yeah, so they were in, like in fifth place, and their last four games were 
I think three wins and one draw. It, you, it wasn't results, man. Hey, ten, and Dr. Been, Elias uh, was going to do it over plane style. I don't think he's that fickle. Something happened. We don't know. We don't know been, what happened, dude. Busetich has been fired after one game, though. So there is precedent. That's election, <laughs> though, man. That's election. <laughs> but he was not even named the coach, was he? Was yeah, he wasn't even the coach and he got fired. You yeah. see that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he was the He had coached the game, right? He was, he was an interim. He, he or was something. named the coach. He no, was but he the was no, the interim was Tena. Ironically, uh, ironically, things go full circle here. It was Tena who was the, the he took after Chepo and he had the, I think the game against the Nats. I don't know if he played the second game and then uh, he lost against the U.S. and then the. Uh, I think. Tena came um, in and he had. I think Vucetich will, regardless of how bad the season goes, he will at least get this season. Like the rest of it, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they're not they're not gonna sack. And there's two. no way that Chivas don't at least end up in twelfth. I mean, they'll have at least an opportunity. You know what I mean? There's no way. There's just no way. I don't. There's no way that they end up not making Liga or whatever Repechaje or Wildcard, whatever you want to call it. They have a good enough team. Um, and some of their upcoming games are accessible. You know what I mean? It's it's not gonna like I feel like they have already played some of the toughest opponents of of the league so far. So should be okay. <laughs> uh, Iniestra. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, let me see here. Pumas have an opportunity to get 10 games undefeated. I think Atletico San Luis should be a pretty easy game. Um, wait, wait, um, just really quick on what yeah. you were saying, Jaime. So, because uh, on Chivas, because you're saying no way they missed 12, and I do think, like you're saying, the calendar does favor them. Yeah. The, the, so, yeah, they, they play Necaxa next. Yeah. Necaxa's the worst team right now. Yep. They should be able to at least get a point, at least. Then they do play America. Let's, mm -hmm. let's say they lose, uh, just for argument's sake. Then they, they get Mazatlan at home, which yeah. is another one of the weaker teams. And then Tijuana, who hasn't been doing that well. Nope. And then Atlas, uh, another one of the teams that's <laughs> been at the bottom. I mean, they, they're close. Their last three games are going to be kind of tough. They will play Cruz Azul. But I do think that they could be qualified by this point. Yeah. And, you know, they will play Pumas and end with Monterrey. But Monterrey, they stay. Monterrey hasn't been the same. So I'm not really concerned about but it. Has, and, and the Chivas is at home. So I yeah. would I would say that, that that point in Chivas' favor. So, yeah, the calendar is looking pretty good. So, Chiquis, if you're losing to zero, I would just <laughs> bend the knee right there, man. Run the clock out. You just, you just <laughs> get in a fetal position and, and just take the punches? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, man. No, man. Just run, just run the clock out, dude. Just bend the knee. Just take a knee. I don't Take go out like a punk. <laughs> I go out, go out fighting, man. Yeah. Isn't it like three rounds UFC or what? You just tap out once. Five rounds. A, a tres caídas. Three, three rounds or five, round, five championships. So if someone man. has you in an arm lock, you're not going to tap out. You just let them break your arm. That's, that's the end of the game. <laughs> that's the end That's the end of the match. Like if you were to, if, what is it called when you win, uh, when you're like beating someone so bad that like after seven goals, you stop playing the game? 
Oh, the mercy <laughs> rule. Mercy rule. Mercy. <laughs> yeah, there's none of that in soccer. But if there were, then that would be the that would be the case. Like we would have. No, no. But yeah. I'm saying that if it's if 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 it's best out of five, and you got placed in some type of arm lock, you wouldn't tap out. You'll let them. You'll you'll let yourself get hurt, and then. Well, some Not people do. Some, I, I myself wouldn't do that, but some people do. Well, there you go. Then why are you, why are you criticizing my? my <laughs> no, but, because what, thing, what, are, what are you losing though? If you get if Chivas gets beat seven zero, I don't really they, told you, man. There's there's twelve, there's 12, and, there's 12 and, teams. There's twelve teams and with repechaje. Yeah, so but you still want you, you still want. You still, you still want in the season. You want to be as, seated as higher. You know, you want to be in the highest seat. That's a risk you're gonna take, man. You got some pride you gotta hold against yeah. your rival. The pride is the pride is we'll meet again. We'll, you know, we'll put you in, man. <laughs> yeah, then you have like six months of. You might have American won the battle, no. You could you could meet you could meet in the, the year. Americanista is gonna be robbing your wallet and making fun of you for losing. <laughs> for, six, for six months. Nah, there's it won't happen. I think it, it will be a good good game i think it'll be a lot of goals but i don't think it's going to be completely one-sided i don't think it's going to be a san jose situation is, is what i'm saying <laughs> which i i haven't even sure. ch- i haven't even checked on their score i wonder how many goals they have now so, oh seven one so Jaime, should should they have left tena and then and then they could have well, gotten no, because busetich <laughs> was available and that's like the hot girl that you've been trying to you know date forever and she's you know it is and she's, it is, she's, you, she's you know our Chiva bros. You know they would take Mati in a heartbeat. Yeah, but I am glad that they have Usatich because at least we I know in my head that we literally had every possible like chance of winning because we had the best coach in history. You know what I mean? It's like we had the best coach with some of the best team uh, players that I've seen in a long time, and it's just like yo, we had all all the tools at our disposal. You know what I mean? So it's like. That that makes me gives me peace, and I hope that they give him a long run because this is this isn't a short term vision. This is a long term vision, and uh, you know, I think that he can he can win some silver with Chivas. I think his style though might not fit the players that we have. You know what I mean? We need offense, we need speed, and maybe if he can turn them into a counter attacking team, we might be able to see some success. But as of right now, it kind of feels like putting a square head in a in a circle hole you know i don't know <laughs> what is what is cheeky's oh laughing God. at now what's I'm going on cheeky's shirt i gotta send you this thing. <laughs> okay sorry there's a, a tweet i just saw of, uh this americanista swing oh uh, yeah, Jaime went to take a break, but yeah, I was, I was looking at this Americanista fan. Uh, what is this? Uh, dancing. Uh, oh, you back already, Jaime? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I sent you guys that message like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> oh. I've been back. Um, oh, Joel was Joel was talking then. Yeah, that's funny. He took, he, took, he took up the time. No, it's fine. Um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been. Wait, what are you guys watching? I, I'm like out of the loop here. It's on the chat, on the Discord chat, man. I don't see it. I I don't. What the hell? You on your phone with Discord? 
Let me. I'll put it in the Twitter chat. Is this something from El Pipiripao? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's just some some guy dancing. Yeah. All right, I see you now. <laughs> oh no. See that stuff's funny, man. Like Luis Hernandez, or even the what was the recent um, Chivas one? Chivas came out and posted a, a TikTok with uh, a slide tackle guy, and I was just like, "Man, what is this? Get this out of here!" Who Briseño? Uh, yeah, Briseño with his like tight head, the head. Uh, was that what it was? Um, There's a couple of them. I saw a couple of them. I was like, "Man, Boyo, Briseño, get out of here!" Boyo, yeah, Bris- Boyo Briseño. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> he went for a tackle. And he was losing his balance, so then he's falling down. But then he like tilts his head, and he's still trying to fight for the for the ball with his head. But I, dude, I I remember playing with players like that, like super torpe. You know what I mean? And they're the most dangerous people to play with because they're so unpredictable, oh, yeah. and they'll 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 end up, you know, doing what he did to Giovanni and just. A crater in his thigh, bro. Like it's not cool, bro. It's just you get these players, man. They're just so brutes and stupid, and they make stupid things, stupid tackles. And and Briseño, yeah. he's the guy that celebrates slide tackles after he <laughs> after he does it. Remember that that tackle he did? He they earned a corner kick, and he he celebrated like he scored a goal, man. It's just like who is this kid, man? Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's like you're you're passionate and you got energy and that's that's good and everything, but if you're, uh, it's like misguided your athletic ability or your <laughs> your coordination isn't fully there, man. Like when I was, and I'm not even like a professional player. Well, I guess it's more it applies more to like if you're just playing in the streets and stuff. You know, I don't play with those types of people, man. If you don't, if you don't, if you're not an experienced soccer player, oh, I won't play with you because you're no. hacking your legs. And no, that's how you break angles, man. Yeah, I remember like at tryouts, like all every time I would try out, I would stay the hell away from those people that were like, "Yeah, I'll try out." You know, it's soccer. You just kick the ball. Oh, stay the hell away from me, bro. You're gonna break my ankle. You're gonna sit on my ankle, or you know, do some weird ass kick, and then we're all in trouble. Um, oh, you yeah, said the in- Chivas and English Twitter. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a, there was a TikTok that they made with Boyo uh, Briseño, and I was like, that's sort of, that's sort of not funny, but whatever. And then the Luis Hernandez ones, you guys have liked some of them, but uh, I'm like, Luis he Hernandez hasn't made man. anything new, has he? I think he has, but maybe it's been like a week or something. Wasn't TikTok banned or something? Um, they What's were trying on? to ban it in the states, but I think they ended up not doing it. But I don't, I don't actually. Uh, yeah, I haven't followed. Or, or they were going to try to, sell, or someone was going to try to buy it or something. Maybe I don't know. Microsoft was trying to buy TikTok. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, boys, we're about an hour and some change in. Um, do you guys want to wrap it up? Anything you guys want to? Anything else you guys had to discuss? Oh, I got I one, my last one thing was. Uh, oh, jeez, I think I lost it, but. Uh, because I wanted her, I think it's Sandra Lopez. She's a, a goalkeeper for the feminine team for Toluca. Okay. Hopefully, I'm getting. Hopefully, I'm getting this right. But there's <laughs> there's a video of in her game. She uh, 
she grabs the ball in the oh, box. Oh, she like elbows the the the. Yeah. Oh, I saw well, that. The, well, the, the girl comes at her though, like, and you know, this is and the, the the tweet that I saw said this is no Noel Guzman on the feminine side. Oh yeah, <laughs> which which totally makes sense. And she just like elbows this girl coming up to her, and I think it might have messed up her jaw or something because she came out and she was like raising her hand like she was hurt and stuff. But like I wouldn't not wanting some elbow to the teeth or anything like that, man. Uh, that was ruthless, and she, she apologized. I think she did her she did her best Noel Guzman impression because she came at it like elbow up, bro. Like that was she intentional. Macho madness on her. That yeah. was that Do you was. Remember the, Olymp- remember the Olympics? Uh, Corona. He does that punch to Neymar. Yeah. yeah. He looks like he's giving him an uppercut. Yeah, like but uh, you know, a lot of times for goalies, they 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 sort of train you to come out like that, like when you when you jump out to raise your knee in case someone jumps at you, you know, like cushions you, uh, and and stuff like that, like in case uh they're trying to hit the ball. Yeah. So uh, a lot of times it's to protect yourself, and if oh, the yeah. other player is, you just don't uh, expect it to see it on the fem- feminine. You know games. You know, oh, yeah. you know, She's you don't expect them to throw dude. elbows, bro. You're like, holy shit, that shit came out of left field, bro. I'm um, I'm okay, sort of with it. Like I, I was down. I mean, but to the teeth, I'm not sure about that. But like, you don't go up to uh, to the goalkeeper like that. Um, maybe not an elbow to the face, but like definitely something like a shoulder to the to the grill or something to defend yourself. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was sort of. That I mean, was sort of harsh, it's not but... American football. It's not like. Even if she does hit her, they, they collide, the referee's going to call a foul. You know what I mean? It's not like, the, oh, they're going to let the go, the play go on and then they're going to get the goal. It's like, I, I don't understand why you got to throw an elbow up, bro. That's like, <laughs> that's a that's an illegal move right there. Yeah. I would have done an indirect kick for the opposing team. I don't know what the referee ended up doing. But that's definitely a foul and an indirect kick uh, against DeLuca if, if, if I'm a referee. Um. And I talk from experience because I took referee classes, so I am a hundred percent positive on this call. <laughs> then again, that was like over ten years ago, so I'm sure the rules have changed since then. Yeah, and she she apologized, so I guess that was my last thing that I had on that. My last okay. comment. I mean, it's a good topic to to bring up because I have not been watching, you know, the the Liga Mekis, uh femenil. And I don't understand why they play on freaking Mondays, bro. Like, these sh- I've talked about this before. These games should start before the the main events, the men, the the men uh, uh, games, and then you uh, know the, it's just something to have on the TV while you wait for like the 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 other league to play. You know, maybe they take my attitude. Like I was telling Joel uh, when Chivas plays America, you have to have your pride. Like you don't want to be playing. What is it? What's the saying? You don't want to be. You don't want to be second fiddle to some men team. I you see. want to have your own. You want. To, you want to <laughs> you play want to on Monday night when nobody's <laughs> you want, watching. You want to play on on Saturday night. They're not man. even playing on Monday nights. <laughs> They're playing at two in the freaking afternoon. Uh, two eight a.m. on a Saturday. Who the hell's gonna watch that shit, man? Nobody. It's just terrible. Terrible. And the saddest part is—is there—is there TV though? Do they have a TV deal? Uh, I know the Chivas do because Telemundo or Chivas made Telemundo agree. That's to right. It. Um, That's... and and that's actually the biggest criticism is because the women's team is killing it, the the youth Chivas team is killing it, 
And they're all looking at the freaking first team like, yo, man, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, step it up. It looks like Chivas are in first place with 12 points. Tigres, America, and Monterrey. We have four teams undefeated with four uh, four victories in the feminine side of things. Mm. So, something to keep note of. Um, but yeah, unless there's anything else you guys wanted to talk about, uh, I want to thank all the listeners on YouTube and in the comment section today it was pretty lit. And, uh, for those that don't know yet, we've actually moved over to anchor. So you'll notice that whatever podcast app you use, uh, we should be showing up. We're on Spotify, Google breaker, uh, pocket cast we're on over seven different platforms now so everybody can hear us at their convenience and favorite podcasting app um, but yeah thank you guys for for hopping on tonight uh, any any last words no, no I'm, I'm good uh, but puma's roar will uh continue on we'll see <laughs> if they don't blunder it against atleti but uh <laughs> Thank you guys for for joining tonight, and I hope everyone has a fantabulous weekend.